praise the lord greetings on this tell it like it is tuesday this is the day that the lord has made let us rejoice and be glad in it i'm still saved sanctified and filled with the holy ghost so i am so thankful and grateful for that on today on this tell it like it is tuesday i want to talk to us about how to live a life to the fullest as a single woman like we don't have to have our head down we don't have to be depressed we don't have to be ashamed god wants us single in this season so we might as well just make the best of it jesus came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly no matter what marital status that we are in so i would like to read um a scripture in the king james version and also in the niv version John 10 and 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's the NIV version. The King James Version says, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they and that they might have it more abundantly. So it's the devil's job or it is his purpose to steal, kill, and destroy. Like, we're not going to let the devil steal our joy away from us just because we're not married. No, if we're single, it is God's it is God's will for us to be single right now. And it's not such a bad thing. I'm going to just name a couple of things that we can be do doing to live life to the fullest right now. You can be joyfully single. And again, there's no reason that we should have our head down and just aggravate, not aggravating um, God, but just, just keep bugging God. When are you going to send my spouse? When are you going to send my spouse? And you get so tied up in asking him, when are you going to send my spouse that you're not even living your life to the fullest as a single person? It's a really joyful thing because we need some alone time before we link up with this other person. So here are some things that we can do to live life to the fullest as a single person. If y'all think of any other things, always feel free to leave a voice message or however you can get in contact with me. Do that. I would love to hear a uh, more suggestions and more tips to help us live life to the fullest. So let's go on in. Um, first, we need to find God. This is number one. God have not went anywhere. God has been here forever and ever. It's just a, it's just the thing that we have not had an opportunity to get to know who He is. That's the problem. We have to find Him. First, because a lot of times we're feeling empty inside. We feeling unfulfilled um, because we don't know God. And I'm not just saying we know of God. We know that God created the heavens and the earth. No, I'm saying that we need to really have an intimate relationship with God. Get to know who God is. And the only way that we can get to know who God is, is by reading his word. His word, God is the way, I mean, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, so 
We need to read his word. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. The word was made flesh, which was Jesus. But we need to get into the word of God. The word of God, God is his word. So if you want to know more about who God is, read his word. Because we are created in the image of God. So we need to know who our father is. What do our father like? What do our father don't like? And the things that he dislike is sin. So we need to get to know who he is, his character, his nature. Because a lot of times, you know, in the natural, when you want to get to know who you are as a person, just look at your daddy. And then you'll be like, oh, now I see why I act like this. Now I see why I'm doing these type of things because my dad was like this. My dad did this. So Jesus or God is our father. So we need to get to know who he is and we need to spend time praying to him so we will develop all because we want all the character traits of God. Now, sometimes, you know, if we had a father that was not a good father, we don't want to inherit all of his traits. But little do you know, a lot of times you inherit the bad and the good. But with God being our father, we can inherit all of his traits. And we want to be like our father, God. So we need to get in the word of God. Read those scriptures. Now, we we are some intelligent people these days. You can go on Google character traits of God, who is God, what does, um, what, what does God like, or, um, just different things. You can research these things online, but we know the big one is God is love. And it specifically say that in the Bible. So anyway, you want to find God. Okay. Once you find God, get to know who he is. Um, then you need to find yourself in God. And so I kind of mentioned that, um, who are you? Like who, who really, who, who are you? What makes you up? Cause you, again, you inherited different things from your father, different things from your mother, stuff that been passed out from generations. What makes up the person that you are? Um, what do you like? What don't you like? Like you need to know these things about yourself because when you bring another person into the equation, like your spouse, he needs to know how to please you. And if you don't even know yourself, then it's not going to be a joyful marriage. So you need to know what makes you tick. What makes you excited? Um, what makes you happy? What kind of personality do you have? Are you moody? Okay, just different things. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your hobbies? Do I mean, what do you like to do? Do you like to draw? Do you like to take pictures? Uh, just whatever. You need to just settle down and think about things about yourself. And the biggest thing you are is you need to find your purpose. And so the only way you can find your purpose, like what am I here on earth to do? That goes ties back into number one about finding God. Because once you find God, then you find who did he make me to be? Then you find what purpose do I serve in the earth? Because you was not just created just to be here. Even if, even if the way that you came here was through the wrong method, you are still meant to be here because only God gives life.
And he did not create you to just take up space in the earth. There's a specific assignment that you have to do on earth. It's a specific reason why God placed you here on this earth at this particular time. So you have to seek God for it. It is very important that you know that because none of us, or I, at least I don't, I do not want to die doing everything else in this world except for doing the exact purpose that God created me for. It would have been a waste of time for me to have indulged in everything else but what I was created for. So, yes, we are created to worship God. Yes, we are created to serve him, but you are Created to serve him in a capacity that he created you for. Some of us was called to be missionaries. Some of us was called to be um, prophetess. Some of us was called to be teachers. Some of us was called to be exhorters. Some of us was just called to be what, whatever have you. But God has a specific purpose for you to do in this earth that only you can do it. That's why he created you. So when the devil, even if he ever tried to say it's no use that you are sorry, that you are nothing, I don't care what he says, you are worth it. That's why I started this group. You are worth it because it's a reason why God created you. He said that you are worth it. That's why he created you. So you cannot, don't sleep on God. Do not let the devil talk in your spirit. I don't care what you did wrong. Or how long you did it wrong. If you come to God in repentance, he will forgive you. He will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And you can get started in living the purpose that he created you for. If you have a pulse, if you have blood running in your veins, there is still hope. And there is a still, there is still time for you to walk and live in purpose. Do not be defeated. Do not let people talk in your spirit. Do not let the devil talk through your mind. Get yourself in that word of God and read those scriptures that show you that you have a purpose. You can search, with, you can search that on the internet. Scriptures about purpose. Scriptures about why I was born. However, search. Search the word. But you have a purpose. Just like Jesus. Jesus' purpose was to save us from our sins when he did that. He went back on to glory, sent back his comforter, which was the Holy Ghost, that it can live inside of us and give us the power to live a purposeful life. You're not a zero. You are here on a, a mission, an assignment. Never take that for granted. Don't never let the devil speak in your spirit to kill yourself. No, you have a reason. I don't care what people may have done to you that was so terrible. That was the devil. The devil's purpose, again, was to still kill and destroy you. But Jesus' purpose was always that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And unless you get in God, find him, find who you are in him, you're going to live an unfulfilled life. That's why you see a lot of people killing themselves because they haven't found God. They haven't felt their true meaning. They think a job is just their true meaning on earth. No, God has a purpose for you to do. Because even if they fire you off your job, okay, maybe that wasn't your, that was your purpose for that time period, but God got something else for you on a path. So you have to live in purpose, live a purposeful life. Don't let situation or 
or problems get you down because all of it is working together for the good, for the purpose that God has you on this earth for. He loves you. You have a purpose. I know I spent a lot of time on that point too, but if you find, you got to find yourself. And so that also goes along with number three, walk in purpose. Whatever purpose that God has for you to do, do it. I don't care what people say. I don't care how they say it. I don't care what the devil whisper in your ear. You walk in purpose, walk in purpose. Like I, several years ago, God showed me, he had to show me this because when I, when I fell away from his will and I went out and I had my children without a husband, I was really hurt by that. Not hurt by the fact that, um, I split from their father because I left him. He didn't leave me. I left him. My heart was broke because I knew that this was against God. When I really came to myself, like this was against God. But then God was like, you know, I'm still your father. I still love you. And you, you know, you still alive. You have a purpose to do in this earth. And he began to reveal to me different things that he had me to do. And I'm just going to mention some of them to you. Like, he told me, you know, that I was going to speak his word. Like I was going to proclaim his word. And then he spoke to me and he told me, you know, that he was going to use me mightily. And he was going to use like my past to glorify him in the ways of I was going to speak to you all, the singles. And I was going to help young people with my testimony. And so I'm like, Lord, I thank you. And then he told me, you know, that, you know, he called me to teach he called me. I didn't even know what it was until I started. See, I started going through the word of God while he was revealing things to me like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to speak his word to the people and encourage people. And in the Bible, that is considered an exhorter. That's a gift. Of, that's a gift that God gives you. Okay. So exhorter, exhorter, missionary, teacher, and so much more things that I'm not going to sell here. I want y'all to see that in my life because I don't like bragging, but I just want to tell you that even if you have messed up in the past and you have committed sins that was wrong, God, if you come to God in repentance and say, I'm sorry, and you turn to God and say, I want to walk this I want to walk this saved life. I want to live in purpose. I want to glorify God. God will show you what your purpose is. He still have a purpose for you to do. And the things that you did in your life that was negative, again, he will turn those things around with the devil meant for evil. God will turn it around to save many people alive. Your testimony will give other people hope. Your testimony will increase other people's faith. So we dare not shut our mouth. We dare not sit down on God when he has a purpose for our life. Do not feel sorry for yourself. Get up and find your purpose and walk in purpose every day. Every day. We're going to walk in purpose. Every day is a chance for us to do that. We, we don't, don't just let it. Because I don't know. God didn't tell me when I was going to die. I don't know when I'm going to die. So every day I'm doing what God has called me to do. Lord, how can you use me today, Lord? What do you want me to do? I'm available to you. So walk in purpose every day of your life. Keep your head up. Uh, number four, enjoy yourself. Oh my gosh. Enjoy yourself. Like, it's, why? Why would we just be sent home wishing we was married? No! It's something for you to do now. So 
if you like to travel, if you can travel, I know this COVID season is just, ugh. But if you're able to travel, travel. Get out the country. Get out your state. Do what makes you happy but yet holy. Like, enjoy yourself. I like to travel. So whenever I can get out of this state of Mississippi... I will be getting out of state in Mississippi because I like I like traveling and I like you know I like going out to eat. So if it's a restaurant that's really spacious, okay, I may go out to eat um by myself or with my family. Um so it's it's no thing. Or you can go out to eat if you have friends, go out to eat with them. Just be cautious about what you're doing if you if you feel comfortable with doing that, but enjoy yourself however you like to enjoy yourself, but keep it holy. You do not have to be bored old Sally Sue because you are single. No, enjoy yourself because when your spouse come, he compliments who you really are, what you like to do. Your, you, all of you, he compliments that. So you need to be joyful before he even come. He cannot bring you happiness, okay? He adds to that happiness, but he cannot make, you have to know how to make yourself happy and joyful on your own, and you can do that. If you don't, then that means something wrong with you, and you have low self-esteem. If you are not happy without a spouse, you have low self-esteem. If you have high self-esteem, you know what makes yourself happy, and you do the things to make yourself happy. You enjoy yourself. It's a problem when you don't enjoy yourself. If you don't, then you definitely don't need to add another person to you because they're going to be working too hard to try to please you because you don't even know how to please you. So enjoy yourself and build yourself up. Build yourself up educationally. Like um, right now, I'm in the process of trying to get my master's degree. Like find stuff for you to do. And I'm not... Just be in the air trying to get my master's degree. You know, no, I'm going to get my master's degree so I could um, actually move up another level in education. I love education. I love being a teacher. But I know God has called me to be a counselor. So I already counsel. I just need the degree so I can get paid the money along with what I'm doing. So... I'm telling y'all, build yourself up educationally and definitely also physically. Like, we do not, like, we don't want, I mean, we want to enjoy life now with good health and a good physique. And we want to look nice. So, build yourself up physically because you don't want to be all tore down. And then, again, like I said on another podcast, like, you want your spouse to be attracted to you. So, you want to make sure that you look good so build yourself up physically you want to look good and feel good not just because of a spouse because if he never comes you still want to look good and feel good about yourself and how you look um financially like we need to be making sure getting our credit together um getting the way that we um budget with our finances like getting all of that stuff Settle because again, when you add another person, you added more finances to you, um, or however you're gonna have, however it's gonna be. But you need to know how to deal with finances because what I've seen and what I've read, like divorce, uh, having a problem with finances is like a leading cause of divorce. So you need to know how to 
um, regulate your own money and build your credit up right now while you're a single person. So when you, again, when you add this person or if you ever add them to you, then you know how to deal with finances. Okay. Um, emotionally, you don't need to be emotionally all out and crazy. Like you need to know how to keep a calm and quiet spirit. You need to be learning that right now and how you deal with situations with your friends, with your families, with coworkers, with whoever, Build yourself up. Make sure your emotions are intact. And us that have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost supersedes your feelings. So even if you feel angry, you know the Holy Ghost will pull you back. And you be like, oh, no, I'm not going to curse that person out because I... Because the Holy Ghost then took over. You don't even got to say it. And you're mentally, the Holy Ghost then pulled you back. And even though you angry... You know how to control that anger because anger is an emotion and we are human. So Holy Ghost filled people do get angry, but we know how to control. We let the Holy Ghost control our tongue. We let the Holy Ghost control our hands and our fists and our arms. I mean, our feet, <laughs> legs. We let the Holy Ghost sit on us, sit on me, Lord. When people make me angry, we know how to do that. We know how to bring ourselves back in instead of running off at the mouth. The Holy Ghost will control your tongue. So we have those different emotions, but we know how to regulate them under the power of the Holy Ghost. You get angry, you get sad, you get all, you have these emotions, all of these emotions, angry, sad, happy, however, however many emotions there is, we get the emotions because we all are still human, but you got to know how to control those emotions. Like I know I have to go to work. So if there was death in my family, I'm not going to go to work being sad and boohooing all day because I don't want my co-workers and everybody to see me like that if I have to cry because I'm not a big crier at all. It takes a lot for me to cry. So if I do cry, it won't be in front of co-workers and those because I have a job to do at work. You take your cares, cash your cares upon God. He cares for you. Cry out to him at home, whatever you do. But when you have to show up in front of people, you need to put on a happy face. And it's not a fake, it's not a fake space. Fake face is I have a job to do. I have a job to do. If I went work, I expect to get paid. I don't need to be showing the emotions of sadness and, and all of that when I know I have to get paid and I have to do my job. No matter how I'm feeling. And that's the same thing at church too. No matter how you feeling, you still, you still are a saint of God and you still have a job to do at church. Because a lot of times we can't, we'll be dedicated to the workhouse, but then lay our positions down in church and be like, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I'm this. I'm that. No. Church come first. So whatever duties I have at church, I'm still going to do no matter how I'm feeling. Somebody might have, you know, made you upset at work. But what you supposed to do? You supposed to take it to the Lord and pray. Lord, help me. Lord, help me get over this. Lord, help me to respond right. Lord, when they see my face, let me come out looking like you. Glowing like you. Let me, let me have a happy face, like I said. So... You want to make sure that your emotions are not all over the place. I mean, Lord, I've met some people that one day they happy, one day they are depressed, one day they happy, one day they depressed. No, like, you, why is your emotions? You need to ask God to regulate that because he can and he will. Um, 
That's it for the enjoying yourself and building yourself up. Next, be productive in the kingdom of God. I think I mentioned that kind of in number four. Whatever your hands find to do, do it. Like, it's no reason that we as singles are not active in the church, in, in the kingdom of God. Because, first of all, if you go back up to the numbers that I had said, you need to find your purpose. What is your purpose? So, if your purpose is to be a teacher, you should be teaching Sunday school or teaching whatever, whatever your hands find to do. And even if that position is not open or available, there's something for you to do. Ask your pastor, ask your first lady, ask the auxiliaries at your church. And now if you, now for instance, if you know that you're not emotionally strong yet, like how to control your emotions, you don't need to be an usher. So you might not need to ask about an usher. Like if you haven't got your attitude under control, then ushering is not for you because a usher is almost probably the first person that a person will see when they come to church. And if your attitude is not right, like you do not need to be an usher. You need, your attitude must be right at all times. And how you do that? You pray before the Lord every day. And especially when it's time for you to usher, Lord, mm-mm. So, but you want to, whatever your hands find to do, do it. Like, I am very active in what I do at the church. Um, right now, I just filled in a position for Sunday school. I'm used to teaching teenagers and, you know, young adults, adults, but a position came open where my church needed someone to fill in for the younger kids that's like seven or eight. I think they're about seven or eight. So what did I tell my um first lady? Okay, I'll do it because there's nobody else to do it. I will do it. So if it's a position open that you can do, do it. It's a challenge for me because I'm used to teens and young adults and adults. But I'm like, I'm available and there's nobody to do it. So I'm going to step in and I'm going to help. And then recently I joined the cleaning committee. Okay, it's not hard to clean. So the, whatever your hands find to do, because it probably uh, most of our churches maybe a position in, on cleaning. So whatever your hands find to do, do it. Step in and do it. And again, like for instance, um, I started this singles group because. I want to stay busy in the kingdom of God. And God had told me it's time to launch this. So I went ahead and I launched this. I want to stay not busy just to have something to do, but busy productive. Because we don't want to get too so busy that we're actually not being productive at anything. No, busy productive. What did God lead? What is God leading you to do? And you need to do it. And you need to do it in discretion. Because, like, I love my kids and I love my family. I'm not going to always be doing podcasts and posting stuff and not spending time with my family. So everything has to have a balance. And so you seek the Lord for that. But be productive in the kingdom of God. We are single. It's a lot of stuff that you can do in the church. So Find yourself something to do. Again, go to the pastor, go to the first lady, go to the different auxiliaries, the women's department, the ushers, the youth department, whatever department you have. If they have an opening and you think that you that it'll be a good fit for you, do it. Even if you don't think it's the best fit, but if 
you had a right you had a right attitude towards it, do it. Because we don't need to give our mind any time to just sit there and just be thinking of negative stuff to do and say, oh, woe is me because I don't have a husband. No, it's so much stuff that you can be doing to stay productive. And a lot of people, they exercise, but that's something that's not being protected in the kingdom of God. But I didn't mention that on number four. Exercise, whatever whatever it takes to keep your mind off. Oh, I got to get married. I got to get married. My biological clock is ticking. I got to get married. Oh, I'm not getting no younger. I got to get married. No. Be productive in the kingdom of God. Uh, number six is the last point. Don't entertain or waste time on idle conversations, unproductive friendships, or relationships. Y'all, I'm going to keep saying this. I might say it on every podcast. I don't know, but most podcasts. We don't have time to have idle conversations, number one, with these men that may pop up in our inbox on social media. Listen, you have seen bruh profile. When he messaged you and say, hi, how are you? A lot of times, I know I do this. Hi, how are you? Okay, I'm going to your profile and I'm about to see how you looking. Okay, first of all, how your profile looking. Then I'm going to scroll through your profile. Then I'm going to scroll through your uh, stream or whatever you call it and see what kind of things that you post. I'm going to look at all of this. And then if I already see that you ain't saved, then I'm like, well, this is this would be how I would be because I'm turning down all of these people that try to come through my inbox anyway. But that's not your situation because, like I said, when I know who I'm waiting for is no sense in me, to be entertaining any kind of relationship. I just don't entertain them at all. I don't do that. But for you that don't know who your spouse is and are still waiting on the Lord, when these men send these, send these inboxes, make sure you look. Okay, do they profile, picture, do they stream, even look like that they are saved? Okay, so when they say, hi, how are you? you you'll be like, hey, and then... That I mean, I wouldn't even respond. Some people don't even respond to. Secondly, if you do respond, okay, hey, um, what do you want with me? I mean, a lot of us are like in our 30s, maybe late 20s. Like, we don't have time for, I mean, we that we say we want to be married. Like, why would you spend time with someone that is not a potential spouse? It's a waste of time. So that's why I'm saying these idle conversations. What do you want with me? If you reply, la, 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 be like, okay, I'm not interested. I'm not into making any new friends right now. Okay. Do you want to know more about the Lord? I don't know. Something. But you, we, most of us, a lot of us, we know the game. So brush them off. And then it might be some people on there that look safe, that's talking safe. And if God is convicting your heart not to talk to them because they hiding something, because they are really not who they portray, cut the conversation off. Because a lot of times we get mad at God, but we the one that's prolonging ourselves getting a spouse. Many times the devil have sent a counterfeit looking like everything that you want, but he's not everything that you need and want. And you wasting time with him. So I'm at the, sit, at the place where, no, Lord, I will wait on you. I'm not going to waste time talking to men just to have conversation. No, because when the time is right, you going to make it happen. 
So I don't have time in the meantime to waste time with them because that's your weakness in you. If you are entertaining conversations that you know that this person either they're not saved or they're not even your spouse, but you just want to talk to them, you just want to waste time, God, like, you're not ready because you haven't even given your all to God. The time that you are wasting time with them, you can be praying, you can be reading your Bible, you can be working in your purpose, you can be trapped, you can do whatever, but not wasting time with somebody that you know is not your spouse. If they don't qualify, if they're not safe, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, they are not um, working on their self, building their self up financially in all of these ways, then you need to leave them where they at. Pray. Seek God about that situation because we want to marry. If we are saved, we want to marry saved. And so pray about the situation. But again, we know... We don't supposed to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. That's a scripture, and that scripture have not changed. Um, and you don't want to waste your time also with unproductive friendships, like I was saying. Like, I cannot, I don't care if it's a girl that's your friend or a boy that's your friend. If these people are not encouraging you, if they're not supporting you in your walk with Christ in your purpose, then don't waste time with them because it's not going to help you live a fulfilled life. Like every time you go to do something, they're negative or they're not encouraging or they're not supporting. It's not going to help you live a fulfilled life. So you want to surround yourself with positive friendships, positive um, relationships. And y'all know a biggie is we should not be casually dating. Like, okay, you got a new dude every other week or every month. No, God is not going to send your husband that way. So you just fooling yourself. We need to consecrate ourselves before God. And again, I'm going to go back over it again. Find God, find yourself. I promise y'all, when I found God, when I found myself, when I found my purpose, I really live a fulfilled life. Like there's no void in me. There's no empty circle, empty hole or whatever you want to call it, because I am living a fulfilled life. Man, I'm so excited for my husband to join me in this fulfilled life because he's just going to make it so much better. You know, we're going to be dynamic duo. We are going to be fired up for God together. We are world changers. We we are going to impact the kingdom of God and we're going to impact the world. I mean, I'm so excited about that. But right now, until God joins us together in marriage, I live a fulfilled life. I spend my time doing things that is going to upbuild me and I can enjoy myself. I'm not about to be on this earth with a sad face because I'm not married. No, there's a reason why God has me single right now and I'm going to keep enjoying my singleness. It is a wonderful thing. I have found so much stuff about myself that I really need to, needed to find out before I was married. So when I do talk to my husband, he asks me questions about myself. I know. I know what I don't like. I know what I do like. And, and this is a biggie. If you don't find yourself, then you don't even know if you married the right person. Because the person that you link with is supposed to, again, compliment who you are. So as I, I told y'all, a lot of things that God called me to do. And if this person don't have a personality, if this person didn't have the personality traits to match who I am and who I am in God, then the marriage is not going to work. And God is not going to send me someone that 
that we're not um compatible compatible enough for us to impact the kingdom and to and to help each other am i saying that all my likes is gonna be his likes all my dislikes no no what i'm saying is how he is and how i am is going to go together because i can help him and eric because i'm the help me I'm able to help him in areas that he is weak in. He's supposed to wash me with the word. And he is my leader. So he has to have qualities that help, qualities in him that's a leader where I can follow him and I can submit to him. So anyway, I have to know who I am because that's a very important thing in me knowing who God has sent and who he has not sent. Me knowing who I am and me knowing my purpose. He's going to help me in my purpose. Women have purpose too. We have something to do and it's not just cook and clean and have sex with a man. We have something on this earth that God has called us to do as well. So, yes, I am his help me and I'm going to uplift him. I'm going to encourage him. I'm going to support him in the mission that God has for him. But he also going to compliment me and help me in my purpose as well. Okay, so we're going to wrap this up, be encouraged, and remember, live life to the fullest. You have a purpose. Enjoy yourself. Well, this Holy Lady Tea checking out on tonight. Y'all have a blessed night. Please, and remember to keep it holy. Love you. Bye.